Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for always being faithful to us, even when we are faithless. And even when we find ourselves in a hopeless situation, God, you always are our light and our guide to the truth of the gospel. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you strengthen us here today and that you will lead our hearts to a place where we, we will honor you in spirit and in truth. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would take full control of this message and of this service and our praise to you. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all the hearts for those who are listening, Lord, may be pleasing in your sight, O oh God. We thank you. We love you. For all these things, your precious son, just cause me pray. Amen. And amen. All right, so today is, oh, let's all take our seat. So today is a mixture of our last service of 2022 and our first day of service in 2023. Now, for our New Year's Eve service, which was yesterday, the title of the message was called Finish in Christ, which is called Remember. But today, I'm going to mix it up together with New Year's Day Sunday service with Start in Christ. It is never too late until it's too late. So again, yesterday's message was finish in Christ, remember, and today is start in Christ, it's never too late until it's too late. Now, welcome to our last service of 2022 slash plus our first day of service in 2000. 23. And just like there's an expiration date to our lives, there's an expiration date for the year 2022, there's an expiration date in our lives and everything in this life. So may we end and begin this new year by remembering who we are. So if you remember the movie Lion King, in the line it says Simba, and then Simba goes and looks at the sky and says, Father, he says, Simba, you have forgotten me. And then Simba responds by saying, no, how could I? You have forgotten who you are, so you have forgotten me. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. May we as Christian men and women of God, may we remember who we are. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6 says, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. The key word here is completion. So may we finish and begin this year strong in the Lord. So quickly, the message is not long. Before our main point, I want to say, aim your life toward, aim your life toward, number one, the single purpose of knowing Jesus. 
the single purpose of knowing Jesus. Again, aim your, aim your life toward the single purpose of knowing Jesus. There's one in 400 trillion, they say, the odds of being born as a human being in this life. Meaning life has been given to us, not for us to waste it, but life has been given to us for us to know our single purpose. And what is that single purpose? So point letter A. Letter A is to know him, B, to obey him, C, to love him, D, to fear him. We cannot have love of God without the fear of God. We cannot have the fear of God without the love of God. E, to follow him. F, to listen to him. G, to abide in him. And H, to be known by him. If our lives are not bound in the single purpose of knowing Christ, our lives are a waste. Everything we have done, everything we have accomplished, everything that we have worked towards, everything that we have done or failed or succeeded in this life, if at the end of it all, if we do not know Jesus or are known by Jesus, it was all for nothing. The odds, one in 400 trillion, the miracle, poof, gone. No more. It's a waste of a life. So again, point number one, the single purpose of knowing Jesus. Point number two, aim your life toward the reality of fearing the Lord. The reality of fearing the Lord. So many of us, and so many people who are alive in this world, we live in a bubble of Christian religion. And I'm not talking about the true gospel. The true gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ. So the author of Proverbs chapter 1, he writes, he writes, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So here, when it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction, he is saying that it is everything. The fear of God is the most important thing, one of the most important things, a characteristic that all Christians should carry, to have the fear of God. Because when you have the fear of God, that's where all knowledge comes from. And only fools do not fear God. Only fools can mock God. Only fools can use the name of God in vain. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Job also writes in Job 28, 28, he says, and he writes to the human race, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to shun evil is Understanding. Let's continue. Solomon, the son of David, a spectacular figure in the Bible, the wisest man in the Bible. At the end of his life, he said this. He says in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13, he says, this is the conclusion of the matter. At the conclusion of his life, he, he said, now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Here's the conclusion. What is it? Fear God 
and keep his commandments. For this is the duty of all mankind. The duty of all mankind. So again, the question I want to ask, do you fear the Lord? Do you understand what it means to fear the Lord? How do you fear the Lord? Here's how you fear the Lord. So upon letter A, B, C, D, letter A, every day revere him. B, every day stand in awe of him. C, every day bow in humility to him. D, every day serve in obedience to him. Amen and amen. So again, fear of God, it means to what? To have reverence. It's not really respect. It's deeper than a respect. It's to have a true love, true heart for the Lord, where you stand in awe of God. Every day you bow in humility before God. Every day you serve the Lord in obedience to him. Deuteronomy 10, verse 12 to 12. Verse 12 to 22. It says, And now Israel... What does the Lord your God ask of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to observe the Lord's commands and decrees I am giving you today for your own good. To the Lord your God belong the heavens, even the highest heavens, the earth and everything in it. Yet the Lord set his affection on your ancestors and loved them. And he chose you, their descendants, above all the nations as it is today. Circumcise your hearts, therefore, and do not be stiff-necked any longer. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no, no partiality and accepts no bribes. He defends the cause of the fatherless and the widow and loves the foreigner residing among you, giving them food and clothing. And you are to love those who are foreigners, for you yourselves were foreigners in Egypt. Fear the Lord your God and serve him. Hold fast to him and take your oaths in his name. He is the one you praise. He is your God who performed for you those great and awesome wonders you saw with your own eyes. Your ancestors who went down into Egypt were 70 in all. And now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars in the sky. So Moses here tells us, to fear the Lord, fear the Lord. Job says, fear the Lord, fear the Lord. In Job 28, 28, and Proverbs 1, 7, it says, fear the Lord for this is the beginning of knowledge of all wisdom. Lastly, point number three, aim your life toward, especially for the year 2023, remembering your start in Christ, remembering the beginning. You know, this is a difficult message for me here today uh, because, as you know, everything that was going on in the background. But I felt led to share this section of a journal that I wrote a long time ago. But before I get to that part, that section, I just want to remind us again that as we are now past the end of the year 2022, and now as we are on the first day of 2023, I would like for us to recollect, recollect back to the beginning journey, the start of our faith. So let's go back to the beginning. So 
Earlier, I mentioned Solomon, where in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13, at the end of his life, he wrote, Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this duty of all mankind, right? So let's go and start in the beginning when Solomon was a young man. 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 4 to 15. This is what Solomon asked the Lord. The king went to Gibeon to offer sacrifices, for that was the most important high place. And Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. That information right there in verse 4 is important because he is physically doing it. It's not this romanticized idea of doing it in your own head, but we also need to physically be there and be present and worshiping and serving the Lord. So he is there at Gibeon offering sacrifices, offering thousand burnt offerings on the altar. That's Solomon. So in verse 5 at Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream, and God said, ask for whatever you want me to give you. Whatever it is, whatever. So you could ask for anything. And here's how Solomon answered. Verse 6, you have shown great kindness to your servant, my father David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. You have continued this great kindness to him and have given him a son to sit on his throne this very day. Now, Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David, but I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servants, your servant is here among the people you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to count or number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. So God said to him, since you have asked for this, and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment and administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart, so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. And if you walk in obedience to me and keep my decrees and commands as David your father did, I will give you a long life. Then Solomon awoke and he realized it had been a dream. He returned to Jerusalem, stood before the ark of the Lord's covenant and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. And he gave a feast, a feast for all his court. Again, verse 4, verse 15, we see the action behind the faith, behind the prayer. He is physically there doing the work, asking, not just asking the Lord, but actually doing it, offering these offerings to God. And then in between that, from verse 5 to verse 14, 
we see that Solomon, he asked the Lord, not for wealth, not for a long life, but he asked the Lord for wisdom. Again, wisdom is what? It parallels with fear, with reverence to God, because the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. So Solomon had great fear before the Lord. And we need to remember the start because Solomon started with the fear of God, in the wisdom of God, and then he ended his life with the fear of God, where he says in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13, he says, Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. This is the final end. I began in wisdom, and now I will end my life in wisdom, in the fear of God. Fear God. And keep his commandments. Keep his commandments. For this is the duty of all mankind. So we must go back by remembering our start in Christ. So today, can we take a moment to reflect our start, the beginning of when we started our relationship with Christ. I would like for you to, as I read this passage in this excerpt in my journal, for you to reflect back to your own beginning and to your origin. And I would like for you to, as you go back to the beginning, that you will be led in recommending your heart, retrusting the Lord, and fearing the Lord once again. Written in June 21st, 2029, no, 2009. And this is before uh, my mission trip to China and the visa wasn't finalized yet. It was hard to get the visa and I was a young individual, young man at that time, before seminary, before anything. And, and obviously, as a man of faith, as a woman of faith, we go through our struggles, our shares of struggles. I mean, who doesn't, right? And in this particular season of my life, I knew that the Lord was calling me to go on this trip. And the team was very small. I mean, there was the big team with Thailand team which is like over 20 plus group or there was two including me three and the trip wasn't even guaranteed and it was a little bit of a dangerous trip because we'll be in North Korea near North Korea working with the refugees and this is what I wrote in the beginning and I keep this part it's the first page of this journal and I wrote this, I wrote, my journey to China begins this coming week. I can't believe that it's already come this far. I feel as I'm not ready for this emotionally, physically, spiritually. I feel as if my heart and my mind has slowly turned to being apathetic towards certain things, towards church, towards friends. Father, why do I feel so dry, so powerless? Will I be making a genuine change during this trip? 
Can you use someone like me? So selfish, so self-centered. And then I had a line. A few hours later, I wrote, in any case, I will go and go in faith. Even in my doubt during this dry season of my life, I will trust in you. Lead me and guide me. Watch over our team. Protect us. In you, we place our fears and doubts. And then I wrote on the bottom, Matthew 14, 29. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. Amen. And amen. May we reflect back to our youth group days, to the retreats, or to the mission trip. May we go back and remember the commitment and the promise that we gave unto the Lord in that beginning season of our faith. The innocence of Solomon's prayer and request in 1 Kings chapter 3, 4-15 is so pure because he is a young individual and the Lord asks, what do you want? I will give you whatever you ask. He doesn't ask for anything. He says, I want your wisdom, Lord. Give me wisdom. The fear of the Lord, I need it to govern your people. Not for my sake, not for my benefit, but for your glory and for yours alone. Therefore, the Lord was pleased, it says in verse 10. The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. Is the Lord pleased with our prayers and our requests here today? Is the Lord pleased with our lives here today? Will you begin and end your life in the fear of the Lord as Solomon did? Yes, Solomon was not perfect in between. But at the end, at the conclusion of the matter, at the end of his life, he wrote, Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind. If you do not have the fear of God, if you do not have a relationship with God, all of our accomplishments are for nothing. It is a waste. It is a waste. It is a waste. So can we take a moment now with this year 2023? God bless you all. God loves you so much. God has a plan, a purpose for you. And he loves you. He cares for you. For he died for you on the cross. He has a plan, a purpose for your life. Your life is not a waste. May we come today and commit our hearts to the Lord. Can we look to him at this very moment? And trust in his providence, trust in his guidance, trust in his leading, trust in his protection. Let us ask the Lord, Lord, instill within me wisdom, instill within me the fear of God to know your heart and to know you and to be known by you, Jesus. I need to know you here today, more today than yesterday. I cannot do this without you. Come strengthen me, come lead me. And come guide me, come guide my heart to a place, God, where I desire your presence. I need you here today. Let's ask the Lord. Let us remember of the beginning when we committed our hearts, when we gave our lives to Jesus. Let's celebrate 
let us remember for life is a cycle no matter how old you get it's a cycle it's a cycle of seasons ups and downs dry seasons sometimes we'll be fertile we have a lot we have so many blessings sometimes we have nothing we're left all alone but in every season in every area of our lives let us trust in the lord let us rely on him and know that he is good and that he is kind and that he is patient to us let us pray together Too great within me, the 
Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind. Lord, won't you forgive us for not being able to offer you uh, the correct, the correct, and the righteous praise before you yesterday? Lord, may you have mercy on our souls, and may you continue to pour out your favor upon this church and upon our lives. Remembrance of yesterday. Finish in Christ. Remember, and with today's title, start in Christ. It's never too late until it's too late. Heavenly Father, we give you all the glory and all the honor, and may the name of the Lord be praised here in this place. We thank you. We love you. Pray all these things. Precious Son, just cause me pray. God's people pray. Amen. 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 Let's close the service with our final song, "The Path of Life in Jesus." Amen. benediction. Uh, Let us all pray together. Heavenly Father, do not remember the sins of our youth and our rebellious ways, but according to your love, remember us. For you, Lord, are good. And now to him who who is able to keep you from stumbling, present you blameless, pure, and holy before his presence. May you know and encounter the unending love of the Father, And may the Lord continue to pursue after you, guide you, and lead you forevermore. And as God's people we pray, amen and amen. God bless you. Let's turn to our neighbor and say, Happy New Year. Blessings to you. God bless you guys. Love you guys.